Hey, what's up? This is Ranting with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is a podcast that still doesn't have the original theme song because my computer is still somewhere in an Ikea bag in this house amongst boxes and bins and books and basically all of my life crap that I am currently sorting through and moving from a one-bedroom apartment to a one-room space. And it is a big enough space, I'm not going to lie. I mean, but it it is definitely not a full one-bedroom apartment where you can just collect insane amounts of crap. Um, and, yep, I, I've collected some crap. <laughs> uh, yeah. Most of it I use. We won't get into that. This is not where this podcast is going to go. We, that, that'll be for another day, another Instagram story, uh, another rant. Uh, but this rant is with Lincoln. Lincoln is back, and uh, we are, what are we, what, what the fuck are we doing? I mean, that's basically what, what, we, what we rant about. And, and because I'm just going to stand here and ramble uh, at my desk because I don't even have a chair to sit down on. So I'm literally standing at my art table in front of a microphone, in front of my laptop, um, while I'm waiting for my mom to get out of the shower so that we can go return some shit to Ikea before any other human beings get to the store. Because literally in this case, if you are not first, you're not even last, you're not going in fucking side. Or I'm not going in fucking side. I am not playing with that shit. So as we know, early bird gets first one in the store, less people, no people, that's the best way to clearly live the rest of your life, surrounded by as few people as possible, which is absolutely fucking miserable. Um, so let's, let's, let's catch up with Lincoln and, uh, and see what he has to say because, I mean, who else needs that kind of... We all need that kind of pick-me-up. We all need a little Linky with our morning coffee, our breakfast, after our workout, maybe lunch. Maybe you're listening to this at dinner. Maybe this is putting you to sleep and you're listening to it as you lay down for a nap. Maybe you're on the couch reading a book. Maybe you're walking the dog. Maybe you are in the bath or the shower. Maybe you are sitting in the car. Maybe you're... I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but I hope whatever it is you're doing brings you some semblance of joy, just a little bit, because we all need some. So let's get some joy. Let's get a little Lincoln in our ear holes right about now. All right, let's go. Linky's in the house. Actually, Linky is literally in the house. He used to say, I'm in the house is like some hip fucking terminology. And now we are all literally well, I don't leave the in house. the house. Yeah, you don't leave the house. You do leave the house because you take the dog I, for a walk. I take the dog. We miss you. There's nothing happening on the hill. Well, because there's no drama. Who else is there to yell the only, at anybody? The only thing that happened on the hill was that ISIS made a friend named Osiris. And ISIS and Osiris were like related in the... Look, I miss, I miss you guys terribly, and, and I miss and, the dogs, and, and Kircher is like, where am I? Wait, who's, where's Isis? But Isis was living the dream in the pool. Oh, yeah. Wherever you were. The dream in the ocean. The dream was in the ocean, wherever you were, oh which God. was beautiful. But now we're back in our own different, separate realities, which is uh, quite a bit of... Uh, Bizarroville. I mean, it is for me anyway, because coming from being in one room apartment to being out in a yard and grass and being in open space and my, it is a boomer. I have to say it is a definite boomer thing. The mentality, my mom goes everywhere. It's fine. It's fine. She says, I'm on her. Like wash the cart, wipe the cart. Don't touch this. Wash your hands. Did you wash your hands when you come? That's the steering wheel is now contaminated. Every door handle is contaminated. She touches the same mask. The theory of a disposable mask 
is lost on every boomer because she thinks that you can wear it, go into three, touch your face, put the mask on and off. The germs are on the, I try to explain the germs are on the outside of the mask. If you continue to take the thing off, hang it from your ear loop and then keep putting it on and off, that's fine if you touch the ear loop. But it, this is not like you use the same mask tomorrow. You clip the straps, the mask goes in the garbage. That's why it's disposable. Well, I find, I, I think that, that if, if the uh, virus is transmittable through the elbow, wrist, or chin, I think New York is going to be fine. Because yeah. that's where people are wearing the mask. <laughs> yes. They do it here, too. Let me, in New Jersey, the nose, the nose out, like the dick out, is like every time I see that, it's you want to punch someone. It's, it's, let's not go there, because I already right. am banned from the supermarket where my mom loves to shop because some guy... The situation, just I'll let you know, could have been ended in 30 seconds if any one of the four employees standing around the guy that took his mask off to talk on the phone would have asked him to kindly put his mask on or make his phone call outside. So instead, I had to lose my proverbial shit in the middle of the vegetable aisle of Lavodi's in Marlboro, New Jersey, where nobody probably ever told this man a day in his life what to do. So when he saw me, he was like, who the fuck are you? And I was like, me? Who the fuck are you? I'm not the one potentially killing people. And then every manager after it was over came up to me and thanked me for doing their job. Like, I don't need the thanks. I need you to do your job. And, 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 also, and by the way, maintain the fucking that. rules. I talk to my mom with a mask on all the time. On the phone. Like, I don't understand the concept that people don't think you can hear someone. I mean, I'm inside, but I do it all the time. People sing on it. People run marathons. Every doctor has ran like 7,500 miles with a mask on with an oxygen uh, meter on their finger. I rode rode my bike across the bridge the other day just to take a ride, but I have my mask on the whole time. And, you know, every now and then there's no one around, I take it off a little bit, but... You can do it. It's not that hard. So I mean, most places, I have to say here, in, they, as soon as they get out of the car, everyone puts their mask on. But there are these, like, you know, goons the best that... that I've encountered is Massachusetts. Why do they get... The mass holes get it right. I mean, go figure. I don't know. Because, well, I, mean, I mean, they have their masks. The Red Sox are almost as bad as the Yankees. It's the whole fucking thing. I anyway. don't know. Sports is a hot mess. Let's... Let, hot, speaking of hot mess, holy... Holy, what, what is not, like, literally blowing up right now? Trump and the veterans, Trump and the losers and the suckers, Trump and the strokes, Trump and the, the already with the cheating. The, no one's even talking okay, about well, the USPS well, anymore. Okay, so there's three things that I want to touch on, maybe, that you raised. Touch? Yeah. Wash your hands one is, first. One is the veterans. Okay, go. Okay, then I want to talk about the joy, and then I want to talk about cheating in the election. Cheating in the election. Okay, go. You want me to make, write those down about, just in case we get lost? Go ahead. Yeah, maybe we should. The thing about the cheating, or the, the veterans, is that when I read that article in The Atlantic, or mm-hmm. the clip in The Atlantic, my first thought was, wasn't this, is this news? He'd already said this. I mean, when he made that, now I'm not a big McCain fan. I didn't vote for John McCain. And I, and, and I, and I, I actually had opportunity to work with people who knew him well because of my work in the former Soviet Union. Um, and he did. He was some good on some things and not good on others. I didn't vote for him. I voted for the other guy. I forget his name. The tall, skinny fellow who ran against him for president. Um, but, but when he said that John McCain wasn't a hero because he got captured, like, what more do you need to know? Like, what more do you need to know? When he talked, when his son said, when he joked about having made sacrifices in the Vietnam War, trying to avoid uh, STDs because of you know all, all his uh, sexual escapades in New York during the time, like, what more do you? It's not funny. It never it's was funny. funny the all. same thing with the grab him. You would think that grab him by the pussy right. would have been the end of it. So, so when you no, but my point is that when you then read these things that he'd said, to call, of course he did. 
Of course it's true because it's consistent with what we know about him. And I got to say, Howard Dean, who I voted for in the 2004 primary, for whatever it was worth, and who I've done a little bit of work with once, we spent some time with him. Did you hear what he tweeted? No, I did not. Do you know how Howard Dean is? Yes. He's the screamy Howard. guy. He was the yelly guy that like right. had that so moment. Howard Dean said, Howard Dean said, my brother uh, was captured in Laos and he put the date and was, um, and was executed by the Vietnamese, North Vietnamese, and he put the date. It was in 1974. And then he wrote, fuck you, Donald Trump, on a tweet. And he's right. Every military guy worth their weight in salt is coming out and speaking. Maddow just had them lined up yeah. back to back to back saying, I'll tell you this, when, when Tammy Duckworth, father, I mean, every, it gives you goosebumps and chills and you want to cry. A, a video that went viral of some woman who's probably a little older than me who videoed her 95-year-old father. Yes, I, saw, I, I retweeted that video. Yeah, me too. So my father was an Army veteran and he he's died, but he was 82 when Trump got elected and he was not a Trump guy. I mean, he hated this guy. And, and the day after the election, we were all kind of in shock and, you know, you remember, and I called my father, and you know my father said, <laughs> he said, he said when I and, and my father like he voted for Adlai Stevenson in the fifties, like he was, he's a lifelong Democrat, he was a Democrat as well, and he said when I was in the army, the commander in chief was Dwight Eisenhower, and if you didn't vote for the guy, you respected Dwight Eisenhower. I mean, right. Everyone in the army respected Dwight Eisenhower, of course. And he said, he said I, these kids, these poor kids, meaning the poor kids, I mean their kids in the army. Now this is their commander in chief, and he was right. I mean, it is, it is, but it's despicable. But I just want to stress this: of course, it's true because it already happened. The, the story in the Atlantic just fleshed out things we already knew. Of course, it's true. And I tell you, the person who who really just gets my gets me upset here is John Kelly. Yeah, because John Kelly, the emptiest barrel, and and John Kelly's idea of loyalty is loyalty to the person not the country, and not the Constitution. And that is not what loyalty is in the United well, States. Well, wasn't that clear when he called that congresswoman yes. an empty barrel yes. because she, she stood up for that, that widow, that war yeah, widow? he should be ashamed of himself. So, there is so no that, shame. There is no shame. They give zero fucks. It's, un, it's unfathomable. And, and honestly, I have to say, and the only shows I've watched since I've been back because I am still in the process of unpacking my entire life into one room, is, has been Maddow. And she literally had on um, MJ Hagar, who could, you, the visceral reaction in this woman to control herself, to not say anything profane and keep herself from falling apart because she was like, she was a fighter pilot who went in and she was a medic pilot who went in and she was like, I flew yeah. back like dead heroes who gave their life for this country and this guy who got his dad to pay a quack to, to diagnose him with bone spurs is going to sit there and call me a sucker and a loser when I risked my life to go in and extract my fellow and, fighters who and, had... But, but also, if, I mean... I mean she couldn't control herself. She was literally, like, shaking on the TV because these she... These people in the military, if you think they're suckers and losers and you're the president, what, what concerns me is that you're going to send them into war because you don't care about them. He would send them... He sent them to gas us. other Americans. He sent them to tear gas right. and peaceful protesters. Wars. I mean, you know, Franklin Roosevelt, who was no Donald Trump, but Franklin Roosevelt, who was our greatest wartime president and our greatest wartime hero, um, he had kids in the army. It was real. In the 50s, members of Congress had kids in the army. So it would be my, my, my whole stance on this whole situation, having family in Israel and friends in Israel, is that if we were a country that required 
mandatory military service, we would not even be having this discussion. That's what my father used to say as well. He would serve. But and we would have a different feeling about the country and about the yeah. people in it, and maybe it, maybe it might be better. And, and we'd have universal health service. Yep. Universal health care. Because veterans, I mean, my, my father had no money, but the veterans, he always, the VA was very good to him. He's but very, clearly they don't care about the, 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 I mean, obviously they don't care about the veterans. They cut all that money and they cut all the funding, but they also fucked with the post office and yeah. veterans who get their medication and their checks through the post right. office are fucked. They don't give a flying fuck. They really don't. And it's disgusting and it's, it's hurtful. I'm not, I mean, I have friends in the military. I have friends that are like wounded war heroes that are going through like, tremendous PTSD and have like lifelong issues that they're going to have to deal with. And he, he never cared about anything in his life. That's how he's been raised. You read his sisters, you read the Mary, his sister, you you read Mary Trump's book and listen to the tapes of his sister. And you hear that this kid and my mom knows somebody, we talked about it. My mom knows somebody that went to school with him in Queens. He was disgusting then. So, so on our say it in contagious series, yeah. On the part three, which you missed, we, we got, you know, towards the end, we have we have a presentation, then we just have Q&A, and then we have kind of an open discussion. We unmute everyone, everyone just chats. Oh, I missed that part. And and one of the guys on the call, who hadn't said much, but I've known him through social media, he's a big, obviously a big baseball fan. Um, he said, I played Little League Baseball with Donald Trump Ugh. for one year. He said he was terrible. <laughs> he's terrible in everything. He's terrible in life, and that's... The pathetic part is he is making up for his... He's like Stephen Miller. It's nothing but petty, bitter, angry resentment. If you get a chance, read Steve Hassan's book called The Cult of Trump. It's very interesting. Can you make it through like three pages? Like I would get... Do you get angry? I would probably get so mad. I mean, he's he's very clinical in how he writes about it. All right. Uh, especially the first part. The middle part so far isn't great, but the first part he's very clinical and it's very interesting. Do you think that the... So let me ask you this question because then we can move on to two and three. Do you think that the do you think there's going to be a ripple effect in the voting and that these veterans who are now using their profile pictures on Twitter and making all these videos and the gold star moms and the families yeah. do you really think that that would turn the that'll turn the tide? Well, I mean, we're talking about veterans, it's a diverse group of people, right? Correct. Um, mostly minority though, honestly, and mostly so lower middle after, I mean, I think I think it will move older voters, older veterans. And and again, Biden, who I didn't support in the primaries, but Biden is the perfect foil, the perfect opponent for this because like Biden said, Bo wasn't a sucker or a loser. Right. And this is somebody... He too was pissed beyond control. Right. I mean, it's not... You know, he has a deep... He has a d- d- direct connection to the military. Everyone knows that. So, so yeah. I mean, I think I think veterans will... I mean, you know, look, Biden is... I think Biden is the perfect person to run against Donald Trump, it turned out. He may be the perfect person to be president beginning in 2021, but he's the perfect person to do this. So I think it will. This is not good for Donald Trump. Veterans... You know, but but veterans. But he's got his boat. He's got his boating brigade. So hopefully they'll all continue to sink in Texas. Yeah, and that's, in th- that's that's the perfect metaphor. It's so the great. Trump boats sunk by big blue wave, right? Amazing. <laughs> Go on. Okay, so okay, so that's what DeJoy. You want to do DeJoy? Yeah, I mean this is just garden variety corruption. Totally. In a normal time, he would resign and probably plea out and get community service. Um, uh, but but the fact that it's going to go away in 48 hours just speaks to the, the, the collapse of, of a rule of law. Um, Nobody's talking about it anymore. It, it was the whole DeJoy for DeJail, and DeJoy right, can right. go defuck himself. And, like, this guy, nobody knows. Like, are the machines right. being put back? Are they still being dismantled? Right. Are they – I haven't I seen mean, a I'm tweet really about the post office. I applied for an absentee ballot, uh, but I'm not sure if I'm going to vote absentee or not. 
I'm in a mail-in ballot in New York. Yeah, I can't decide. I think I'm going to... I don't need... I'm willing at this point to get in a car and drive the fuck back to vote. That's how... That's well, how important I think it is. You have time. Yeah, but... I know. I have to think about it. I'm not technically... I didn't do a change of address. You live in New Jersey. Temper. I don't have my addresses in New York still. What do you mean? If I want to mail you a letter, where do I mail it? You... You mail it. I have my mail forwarded. Nowhere, because all the post the yeah. mailboxes are gone. I uh, I I forwarded my mail uh, right now because right, if I want to send you a greeting, a, a, a New Year's card for Rosh Hashanah, I would tell you to send it to me here, just because right. I, that's so. I, so you don't have to say the address, but that's where you live now. Home right. was the last place you spent three nights in a row. Oh, is that is that technically what it is? That's what Jesse Jackson said. So I'm sticking with that. <laughs> all right. So that's so far. It's been a week, and it feels like seven thousand days. But uh, yeah, I think DeJoy got. I think. The point is, of course Donald Trump hired him because he was corrupt. Because I think corruption, you need to hire someone corrupt because anyone with any morals or values, A, would probably not work for you, and B, would probably call you out or be some type of whistleblower. They're a threat to you, like a Jim Mattis was. They're a threat to him. If they're not guilty, they're a threat to so him. So he, so he hires him knowing he's... are already part of the criminal plan. Correct. Or make them criminals right away like he did with people like Paul Ryan. Right. So, the most important thing here is that we are now really seeing how the election will be stolen. And the we are now seeing exactly what it will look like, which is that we know from public opinion research that Democrats are more likely to vote by mail than okay. Republicans. And we know that many states, including swing states, and I've, I've seen some research on this with the charts, saying what state... The, the question here is when do you begin the counting? Right? Like tomorrow? <laughs> is that no. too soon? No, you would think. So So let's just pick an imaginary state and let's say that you can begin voting by mail on October 10th, okay? Yeah. So October 11th, some ballots come in. October 12th, you get it, right? Right. November 3rd, so, so one thing you could do is you could count those ballots in advance and just not release the data, right? Which will never happen in today's age of social media. Right. There's or, no or way. you could wait until November 3rd and start counting. Or Which you can start counting November 1st. But they're counting, if you start counting November 3rd, the problem is that in a lot of these states, the Republicans will lead in the, on the day of. Okay, but then now, but, that doesn't mean they're winning. No, but it means that Trump will declare victory. It means that the Republicans will support him. And it means that the, the, this, this talk of voter fraud that he's been fomenting, that's how this is going to be happening. I won Michigan by 75,000 votes, and now the deep state Democrat conspiracy is saying I lost. Hashtag vote fraud. Hashtag Hashtag count the fucking votes. Like, maybe they should count the votes on on live TV. Maybe they should have, like, a constant live stream of CCTV or some shit. But how did George... Remember when George W. Bush ran against Al Gore for president? Well, was that the hanging chat? That was part of it. But the real part of it was that the Supreme Court ordered the recount to be stopped. Okay. Because the Gore people knew that if the recount was not stopped, uh, the Bush people knew that if the recount was not stopped, Gore would win. Right. So, so don't count the votes is now, is now kind of the, the uh, slogan of the Republican Party. Do you, I mean, do you honestly think that, these, there, are, that there are Republicans, even as bad as it has been, that would literally, Matt I mean, Gates, this is the end Matt of it. Gates, all but said it at the Republican convention. Yes, I absolutely believe that. That's, 
terrifying. That's terrifying that that they would literally. You want to throw your soul away, and you want to support a white supremacist and a racist and a xenophobe and a homophobe and an anti-Semite. Okay, that's on you. But do you at? But really, you're gonna you're you're throwing democracy like completely under the fucking bus. Yeah. You're gonna look like. I don't know how I'm. I mean, I would think that despite everything, that would be, like, not the hill to die on. You want to support somebody that tear gases, peaceful protesters. You want to support. But the thing is, the thing is, that is the hill they're going to die on because they will go to jail otherwise. You think Louis DeJoy doesn't face time after this if Biden wins, right? What's he thinking? Right. I don't think. Do you honestly think Biden is going to waste his time on DeJoy when there's so many other things? Biden's not going to worry about Joy. Somebody else will. I'm just giving that as an example. Oh. They and remember that that if you live in Fox, Trump, OAN, Gates world, right? Then you really think this is vote fraud. It's just asinine. It's really just legitimately asinine. Yeah, and I have to tell you. happening, though. Well, I'm willing to go sit at the post office. I'm willing to go drive people to the poll. I'm willing to do whatever it takes out here because ain't shit happening out here. It is well, New Jersey's sick. not an issue. Except well, maybe not yet. Let me, well, what congressional district are you in? There may be a congressional race where you are. I don't know. I have to Google, I have to Google it. I don't... I'm, I, I'm I'm driving around looking for like Trump lawn signs. I want to know like you know where the neighborhoods are, and I'm looking for like you know what, what bumper stickers. On car- I haven't honestly, I haven't seen. You see a lot of American flags, but that's like that's okay. That's okay. I haven't seen any Trump Pence 2020 flags on anybody's lawn, and I've driven through some. There are definitely some neighborhoods within this county. That skew, I am sure, more Trumpy because there's yeah. there's definitely class divisions by in this town yeah. by like oh, highways and, and but we all went to the same school but you knew like one there it was like this side of Route 18 that side of Route 18 and the other side of Route 18 and we called my side so Franklin side is the good side the other side and I'm on this side like even though this side is completely like middle class generic like cookie cutter. Suburbanville. When I was uh, growing up, the affluent, richest neighborhood in my city was called Pacific Heights, which we used to call Pacific Whites. Every every town has it, but I was really looking because I I would like to be aware. I was, I mean, little did I know I would find it in a very high-end supermarket in the middle of Marlboro, New Jersey, which skews extremely wealthy, predominantly Jewish, and majority white. And this... My mother... My mother, who is majority Jewish. And, <laughs> and that's the guy that screams, you're probably voting for Biden. And I turned around in the middle of the supermarket, and I'm like, you're damn fucking right I'm voting for Biden. My mom was like, oh, great. Now I can never come back here. My mom was mortally embarrassed. Why? Because, because, nobody do- because there is no confrontation. Because people don't confront other people in places like that. And it's not, you know, it's like not generally like, a white chick with tattoos that are like, you know, right. walking through a supermarket, shopping with her mom, who's like completely like hunched over, like wobbling through the supermarket. And this is the type of guy, though, that it's that white privileged entitlement that pisses me the fuck yeah. off. That like this guy's probably like, no one's gonna tell me what the fuck to do because I've lived my whole life with nobody telling me what the fuck to do. But it's not just. But the thing is, like, it's that it's the same entitlement that my that like it's the people at the expense of bikes that aren't wearing the mask. Correct. 
it's the same fucking thing. I mean, I, I you know, the I've been up getting up super early, so the the park is so not crowded when I'm up there. But but it's super you know, dark because now it doesn't get light until way later. Yeah, I mean, I'm up there at like six. But it's still dark. Like, yeah, but you know, like like when you get socializing with other dog people, they tend to wear masks. But the exercise, there's enough space that I don't. But I'm it's just, the but I it used to uh, Lincoln. I, I mean, it, I it it's always like that. It's it's the bikers, it's the runners on the park drive that for some reason, while they're exerting the most energy, are screaming at the people next to them, talking, having conversations with no masks. I continue to think that the Central Park was a the park drive where people were working out was a petri dish. Could have been. You know, yeah. and who knows? And like, look, thank God, it's amazing. Like, my I don't know. It, gyms are open. My brother is going to the gym. You book a time slot. You get 90 minutes to work out. That's it. 19? 90. 90. 90 minutes. And that could, well, it, not if you do like an hour of, I used to go do an hour of cardio and then you lift. There's no one to talk to. He literally is alone. Like he sent us pictures. The gym, they do, they're doing a really good job, Chelsea Pierce, but I still wouldn't go. I wouldn't go I'm in there. I'm mostly, uh, well, I'm doing my elliptical because I'm not supposed to start running for another couple of weeks. But I think that there's such a lot. I, I, everything I read on Twitter is like COVID cases are going up. The wedding in but Maine. Randy, there's Randy, a- at the end of the day, we decided to have bars and restaurants in the summer, and that's why we can't have school in the fall. And what's going to happen in the winter? I mean, all, there's no outside dining in the winter in, in the majority of the states unless you're like in, in climate hoax country in California where it's 137 degrees at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I know. Because, no, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm, and I'm, all these restaurants are suing the government because they want to be open, but you can't be open because you will kill people. Like, it's, it's. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Like, look, we know. We always say, I'm not a doctor. But but you, my, you believe my, the signs. Mine, an old friend of mine from high school who's a professor in California. What is your um, friend saying, that epidemiologist guy? My neighbor? Yeah, what, what the hell? Oh, I haven't seen him in a while. You, can you go be... check on him and, like, get some intel? No, he's got a place upstate. I think he's, uh... He fled? But, um... Oh, we had a fun incident with a neighbor the other day. You would... This is, this is a non-political Randy Rand. Oh, God. But, I miss so, those. I miss those. So, so, my sister-in-law is visiting. Okay. You know, Nicole, my yeah. sister-in-law. Well, you let, make it seem like she's coming from like another state. 111th Street. Yeah. Let's, let's, do this, let's do this. Let's do this after. We, let's go offline. Then I'll tell you. That okay. Okay. People are gonna want to know, so you might want to put in your Mitchell minute. But anyway. All right. So we're good. So what's the vi- okay? So let's just let's just check in on the violence meter after the election because I still don't. How does it not happen? How does it not happen? Uh, because because happen? Democrats are not going to be likely to pick up automatic weapons and like. Go shoot people. Okay, maybe. I mean, hope in not, the but, street. But but the other people are right. This Kyle Carrington character. The Kyle written, written character, yeah. Ugh. Don't even. Right? Yeah. And by the way, why is his mother not under arrest? And by the way, why are all these people sending him money and supporting him and shit like that? And this guy in Portland who ended up getting killed. Ugh. Who shot the guy? I mean, you shouldn't. I'm not happy he shot the guy, but you don't come. They came in a rally with their Trump flags, shooting paintballs, shooting gases. I mean, that was horrendous. That's violence. So they're precipitating these violence. And I'll tell you something else. I mean, I was talking to Asher about this, and a friend of mine who lives in Oakland, I was talking about this. You know, they're coming into cities like Kenosha and Portland. They're not going to come into Chicago or New York or Detroit or Oakland because they're afraid to. But yeah. if they do, if they do, it's going to get even uglier because in, in, in large urban communities, people really don't take kindly 
to arm people with Confederate flags. I think the violence will be different, though, because, you, like you said, like, I don't think, look, you have the illegal gun running that, and, and people that are strapped in all these hoods, and I understand that. That's what I'm saying. But the majority of people in the hoods like, like that are, not, are likely to more come out with, like, baseball bats and like what are you fighting someone with an AR15 with if you're in Chicago like you're if you're running your pop in your trunk if you're if you're affiliated or if you if you have illegal weapons it's going to be and then you know what the call is going to be look at all the illegal guns I know. versus well, all the people with these, legal when guns these Trump MAGA people come in with their guns yeah then what do we do in, if they come into cities like Chicago and New York or Oakland or Detroit it is going to be very hard to keep it peaceful but the, the peaceful is, it's going to be a bloodbath because it's not going to be a fair fight. We don't have the weaponry. Oh, I'm not so sure. I, I don't want to get into predicting that, but I think there are, there, are, there are people in this community and ones like it with access to weapons. Really? Yes. Okay. I, 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 I know a lot of people, and I know a lot of people that would like to have weapons, and these states are legal weapons. And these states' laws, their gun laws are tight. I'm not talking about legal weapons. I'm talking about people oh, well. who have access to weapons who may not be law-abiding but do not like rednecks with Confederate flags. I, then fine. Arms. Then fine. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, if you're going to come swinging your guns, I'm not then... making a value judgment. I'm just saying it could get very violent, and when you start it, it's, violence is always much easier to start than stop. And if you don't believe that, look at the entire fucking history of the human race. Right? Yeah. It is always easier to start than to stop. Well, I just think the Republicans, I just think Trump is going to pour as much gasoline on the fire as he can and then light the match and run back to his bunker and and hide like a bitch. I'll tell you this much. If a, we saw this already, right? If a right winger shoots a black person, Trump is going to cheer him on. Right. If a progressive person commits an act of violence, Biden's going to criticize it, right? That's the difference between. Sorry, it's my mom again. Between, Do you want to go talk to your mom? No. You could have answered and put her on the podcast. <laughs> she has some thoughts on Trump. Um, Let her but, go. But it's, it's, the, uh, it's the, you know, so, 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 so Trump will be encouraging it. Biden and the left will not be. Right? And, and that makes, but at some point you reach a breaking point. Right? And, and this could get... And, and, and what we have to be able to do is to prepare to peacefully defend key places like that, like that county seat where the votes are being counted. Right. Like that place where the votes are being collected. Right. Like that pro-democracy demonstration after the polls closed. Well, I hope those that there guys, are those people putting those plans in place. Because if somebody gonna, puts out a call, I will gladly go and show up. Right. And, and, I'm, and I've been trying to get, you know, I'm working a little bit on this. But this is what we talked about years ago, no, years ago, months ago. With people like Bloomberg and Steyer. Put the money there. Yeah. Make sure that that can You haven't heard anyway. much from Steyer, by the way. Or Bloomberg. Or Steyer's Bloomberg. involved in, um, in kind of the... Uh, he's involved with, I think, uh, climate policy for with Biden, which is good because Steyer's got some... You know, he's <laughs> we're, done, never... we're done talking about de Blasio. What a mess. Blasio. What a, what a disaster. Did you see they flew a banner over the Long Island beaches that said, the governor killed my nana. <laughs> Just because of the way Cuomo handled the whole nursing home situation, it's terrible. Yeah. Really terrible. All right, well, we'll come back and we'll check in and we'll see. I don't know. It's like every day, it's every day something else. I just... Yeah, yeah, and it's going to get worse right now in the election. All right, well, we'll do what we can. I found one piece of Trump trash to tag so far in a week, 
And somebody actually turned it over the other day. And I kicked it back over. Somebody actually turned it over. So the other white side was showing. And when I was walking the dog this morning, I was like, okay, I could play this game too. And I kicked it with my foot and I, I turned it back over to the fuck Trump side. They'll have to get used to that around here. We'll bring some, we'll bring some good trouble and a little bit of a ruckus. Everything else is okay. All right, for now. We're good-ish. All right, Linky. All right. I miss awesome. you. All right, bye. All right, you all know the drill by now. Uh, follow Lincoln on the Instagram at Lincoln A. Mitchell. Follow him on the Twitter at Lincoln Mitchell. Go to his website, LincolnMitchell.com. Go watch his YouTube uh, panel discussion groups uh, where who knew that at the end they, op- they unmuted everybody and allowed everyone to make comments. I missed that part. Um, probably a good thing for the panel. Uh, but send, send him some love. Go send a hashtag Linky Love. I think we need to do a little hashtag Linky Love and uh, blow up Lincoln's comments uh, with some with some love and 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 interesting insight on things that he has to say, because then why else would you post? I that's a rhetorical question. You don't need to answer it. Uh, you can join the Jam Fam, where you can answer questions, mainly those posed by Franklin, uh, that I will read out to you throughout the Jam and try not to fuck up the music part, the the actual DJing part. While I attempt to read, I also need to get a new glasses prescription clearly because I can't see half the shit that goes scrolling by, but that is another discussion for another day. Uh, And you can join the Jam Fam every night, 8 p.m. in the Eastern time zone. Uh, You can calculate your own time zone because clearly you know better than I do what that is, and I'm still asking people how many hours difference they are depending on where they're at. Don't ask. Don't ask. Um, that too is a rhetorical, is that even a question? That was a statement. I'm, I'm not even sure what is actually happening right now. I just know that I'm standing here because I still don't have a chair. I still don't have my computer with the theme music. Uh, and I still don't know where a lot of shit is. So shit spread out everywhere. What I do know is that this podcast will be up and, uh, for your ear holes, uh, let us know what you think, thoughts, opinions, feelings, questions, comments. Many of those come out during the jam fam chat session. Uh, jump in. Feel free. You can comment, not comment, dance, not dance, walk, not walk, sleep, not sleep, uh, dip in, dip out, whatever floats your boat, uh, as long as it's not one of those fucking Trump boat parades uh, where they all hopefully sink. And if that isn't a... uh, We talked about that in the podcast. Somehow it all comes full circle, so I'll just leave it there. Uh, Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Don't be a douchebag. Check on your people. Be a good human being. Thanks for listening. Thanks for bearing with me through this uh, monumentally insane move. And, uh, I mean, who's not going through some shit? See, here we go again. The rambling continues. I should have just ended it there, which I'll do right now. All right. Keep it real. Holy field. It's how we deal. Until the next time, peace and hair grease.